Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 607 on a chilly Tuesday. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show, one and all. Going to be with you for the next two hours. Uh, hopefully do a little informing and a little entertaining and uh, a little of this and a little of that. we got some big stuff coming up on the show. Sandra Parrish, WSB Radio Capital, State Capital Reporter, is going to join us in 30 minutes with the very latest on the elections. Got some amazing stories coming up. Longoria, uh, the Stoic Eskimo. Do you guys have your tree up yet? Oh, yeah, it's been up for like two weeks. Fresh or fake tree? Fake tree. Fake tree. Low T. Chuck. Uh, real tree, been up two weeks. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the broadcast. My husband has a fake tree. Fake tree? Mm-hmm. There has been a huge boom this year on real trees. Really? Uh, I'll explain it why coming up in a little bit. But it's Tuesday. What do we do to start the Tuesday show there, Longoria? It's time. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday, the Mark Aram Show. He's little Sanjay with Would You Rather. How you doing, Sanj? I'm doing well, man. It's a little chilly, but I'm all right. Do you got you? I'm trying to remember if I ever seen a Christmas tree in your uh, your palatial estate. Yes, yes, yes. We always have a Christmas tree, but it is always not real. Really? I don't like. I don't like saying fake. I feel like fake is. I don't like that word, but it's artificial? not real. For sure. Is that better? Artificial. artificial? That's yeah. better. Thank like you. you take artificial supplements to help you in the bedroom, like that. Like that. Or to grow hair. Yes. <laughs> or to grow Correct. hair. Uh, so I, obviously, being uh, of the Hebrew persuasion, I've never had a Christmas tree. But last year, when I, Jews nugget, when I went out to see my buddy in, in Utah for Thanksgiving, I did the first ever, we went, like, the day after Thanksgiving, you go to the Christmas tree place and you buy the tree, the real tree, and you come back. And I'd never done that before. I've decorated trees before, but I never bit. That's like, what a great experience that is, to go out and buy your own tree, Longoria. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, Maya yeah. doesn't put a tree up? She's gonna this year, but it's it's a fake one. She's got a little guy. I think no they're offense, called Sanjay. environmentally sustainable now instead of fake. Yeah, but that was that what a fun ex, like uh, just excursion that was. That was delightful. I'll tell you, last year or actually a few years ago, we did get a real tree, but it was through King of Pops, and it was a tree that you pay for the tree, but then they it comes in a pot, and when you're done with it, they take it back and they plant it. Money well spent. I think they lied to you, Sanjay. They're like, we can get another 60 bucks out of Sanjay if we tell them <laughs> Absolutely. we're going to plant this tree. That's a good though. Hold on. You bought your Christmas tree from a place that makes popsicles? Is that what you're saying? Well, it was a side side hustle there. All right. Going. Fair Something enough. good for the environment. All right. Uh, Christmas tree talk out of the way, Sanjay. Sanjay is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them here in studio, and I'd love for you to play along in your car or at home. What is the first question tonight, Sanjay? All right. Number one, would you rather be considered cool... Or nice? Nice. Nice. I've never been, I, in my whole 46 years, I don't think I've ever been cool. Like, I was cool adjacent. 
You know, growing <laughs> yours just you, next to the guy. Yeah, that's cool. you know, you have you have beachfront property and you have beef beachfront adjacent. Yeah, I was always like adjacent to the cool kids because I was like, well, he, he's an athlete, but he's also a nerd. So like, we're gonna keep him at an arm's length. So I was never one of the cool kids. Um, and I, that, I need to I need to disagree with you for just a moment. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead, Sanjay. When I first met you, I thought your persona you came off as being cool and i mean later i realized that you weren't (laughs) nice but i mean you definitely came off as being very cool well listen i'm a cool cat but i'm not considered cool like in high school i was not one of the cool kids college i don't think it and it it really mattered as an adult it certainly doesn't matter but i would rather be nice I, i i want people to think i'm nice deborah green hmm Kind of don't care what people either way. think. Yeah, uh, you don't care either way. I'll be a nice person. Yeah, I think yeah. I think nice. Chuck? I don't think you can get as far being nice. I'd rather be cool. You'd rather be cool? Yeah. Cool can get you further in life yeah, for sure. So. Let me ask you a question. Going up in Whitefish, Montana. <laughs> uh, so I, I went to high school. Uh, I think there was like 1,500 kids in my school, all okay. four grades. Um, so there was like a, a, a segment of the population is cool. In your one-room schoolhouse with eight kids, like the cool group might have been like one dude right or one girl one guy yeah so that was it that because yeah. of the smallness of the of you can't the school have a group yeah it's too few people the cool clique was one person yeah absolutely yeah. Like, oh don't talk yeah. to steve he's yeah. the cool one no 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 All that right. was a very small group of people yeah that's such a great a great way to grow up i'd imagine <laughs> uh longoria would you rather be cool or nice yeah cool really yeah because you because you're Good nice you, now man. everyone knows longoria is like a yeah. sweetheart teddy bear cool. You want to know what cool is like for yeah, a while. Yeah. Were you cool in high school? I, I don't. I don't think so. You were in a gang, obviously, right? You were not. In a gang, no. No. The stereo. You just keep blowing away these stereotypes for me, Longoria. You were not a cool kid in high school, or you were? I, yeah, no, I don't think I was no. a cool kid. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure I wasn't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say dollars to donuts. Doug Turnbull would rather be cool. No, no, rather be nice than cool. Am I correct, Doug? Uh, nice and cool, absolutely. No, no. Would you rather be nice or cool? You can't have them both. Oh, right. Yeah, I'd rather be nice than cool. Oh, all right. There you go, Doug. Would you rather continues with little Sanjay? All right. In terms of baked goods, what would you rather have, cookies or brownies? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. Son of a biscuit. <sighs> brownies are better, right? They're more decadent. Um, but cookies are more plentiful. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go give me more uh, cookies. Give me cookies, Deborah Green. Do you eat either of those? Yeah, I make okay. them all the time. I've brought them in here tons of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cookies are easier to make. Yeah, right. But I think I enjoy brownies more. Yeah, a there's, good there's brownie. There's better. Will. There's more involved in making it and just right. So I'll do the brownies. Brownie will make you weak in the knees. A good brownie, like cookies, are delicious. A good cookie will make your day, but a good brownie will make you weak in the knees. Low T Chuck. So. It's any cookie or one specific any cookie. cookie. So I can have any cookie, any of or all the any cookies. Brownies. Yeah, yeah. It's only so many brownies. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with. Cookies. I don't know. There's a lot of brownies. There's a lot of brownies. If you know yeah. how to but make not them. as many. Right. Not as many. Yeah, cookies is for sure. I'll take the variety and I'll I'll go with cookie. Even though I agree that a brownie is better. Yeah. I'll take the variety. You have more options with, with the yeah, cookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get the. Uh, you can get a Chips Ahoy. You can get sure. an Oreo. You can get what kind of cookies they have in India? Samosas. Is that a cookie? Uh, <laughs> cookies. <laughs> Longoria. Uh, I'm going to go brownie. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of brownie, sir? Uh, <laughs> a regular brownie? Right. I don't know whether it's chocolate. I don't, I don't know what you're speaking I don't know what you're That was, that was that a was very know. tough question, though, because yeah, I've had is. brownies that have like made me have to sit down like, yeah. holy cow, this is good. Yeah.
but you get it, you get more options with the cookies. That was a, that was a really underrated question there, Sanjay. Good job, buddy. Good. All right, number three. Would you rather get seventy five hundred dollars cash or a ten thousand dollar gift card to Walmart, but you have to shop in store to redeem it? <laughs> what are you throwing shade at Walmart? Would <laughs> um, you just shop there? <laughs> uh, I go there all the time. I'm always looking for baseball cards at Walmart. They treat me nice there. Um, ten thousand dollars worth of baseball cards. There yeah. You go. So it's a $2,500 uh, rake if I take the cash. That's right. See, it's this Good. question's all about timing, right? If you asked me a year ago, I would have taken the $10,000 gift card. But we're, my and I are house hunting, so I'll, I'll need that cash for a down payment. Um, hint, hint, Sanjay. Um, wedding <laughs> gift. Um, so it's a little late. I'll go with the. You have a year. You have a year to give the. You gift. have a whole year. Yeah. Long go. Well, yeah. I already given gifts. So yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're good. Uh, I'll take the seventy five hundred in cash. Deborah Green. I'll take the ten at the Walmart and just buy other gift cards with that ten. Like no, you can't buy. You can't change it. No, 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 You can't change it because no. I smart. No, I smarted you. No, you didn't. No, I think you can't. Like you can buy the. What are you going to do with the gift cards though when you buy them? No, I'll just get like a Visa gift card and shop online somewhere. No, no, you, you don't can't change do it because I outsmarted you. Yeah, that was, no, yeah, no, she got you there. Exactly. I don't yeah. think you can do I mean, that. You can buy yes, restaurant can. gift cards. Yeah, you can buy that is a clarification. You can buy Disney that gift cards. Outsmarted. Disney Any restaurant. Grow your audience. Long cards, all kinds of stuff. So do you remember the scam? This was a couple years ago. I think Clark Howard talked about it. It's called a scam, but it's genius. There was some deal with American Express for some miles thing. I don't know. Um, but this guy would go to um, buy a uh, – he would get certified cashier's checks or something. I don't know. There was some scam, and this guy racked up like 15 million Sky Miles just by doing a gift card cash exchange remember, kind of thing. I vaguely remember I was talking about like it was Like it was like, oh, scam. No, it was like the guy worked the he system. figured out. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, all right, Deborah worked the system, so we got to tip my hat to her. Uh, low T Chuck. What was the question? I forgot. Seventy five hundred. Seventy five hundred. I forgot what we were talking about. Or ten grand at uh, Walmart. Uh, I need to get some bills paid off, so I'd actually take the seventy five. Seventy five hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's tough. Well, let me. What if it was ten grand at like, I don't know, your favorite gun shop or or uh, Bass, Bass Pro Bass Shop? Bass Pro. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd take the ten. Or grand. the jerky store. Jerky. <laughs> 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 I'd buy the jerky store. Uh, Schlongoria. Yeah, I'm taking ten grand at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's just a matter of where you are in life. Like I. Twenty five hundred extra is a lot. Like yeah, yeah, you can do you can get anything you need at Walmart. Yeah, you need clothes and yeah. TVs and all kinds of stuff. Clothes yeah. and TVs. I wouldn't have said clothes first, but yeah, you oh, can yeah. get TVs. He's got two kids I and need clothes kids. every day. Oh, yeah. They grow out of this every year, man. Uh but I right now I'm gonna go with the cash. All right. These are really good questions, Sanjay. What you got next? All right, all downhill from here. Number four, <laughs> would you rather be able to explore the vastness of space? Or be able to explore the depths of the Earth's ocean. Either one is completely safe. Depths of the ocean, right? I don't think there's going to see, I'm going to see much in space, right? It's space. That's the name of it. There's a lot of space. But I think there's some funky stuff in the bottom of the ocean. I would like to go and explore the bottom of the ocean safely. Deborah Green. I'll take the space. Really? Yep. What are you going to find, though? Nothing. Who knows? You, you don't, don't know. know. Yeah. There's nothing. How do you, you know? Like, how yeah. far out can we go, Sanjay, in space? You said the depths uh, of it. That's almost the, infinite. Yeah, yeah. The vast. Infinity. So you can like, like leave the, the solar system. Yeah. Yeah. There's Hold other on. Solar Sanjay's answering questions he here, He makes guys. it up yes. as I, uh, as you I figure, figure it out. There. Wait. So I can leave the solar system. The vastness of space. All right. Well, I'll. All right. I'll do that. I thought I could just like. 
circle the earth, you know. But no, all right. If I can go anywhere in the universe, then obviously, yeah, give me the universe. Yeah. Low T Chuck. Yeah. Same Think thing. of all the aliens you could hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I wouldn't be the one. <laughs> you wouldn't get any of them. You, <laughs> you and Don Jr. Anyway. hunting big game on Pluto. Low T would Low T would be our representative. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. I come represent. Like, wow, you are a sour civilization. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Longoria. Yeah, I'm gonna do space. I yeah. think you know, there's a lot out there. That you yeah. If it was just like the immediate area, yeah. like, oh, you get to go. No. But yeah, throughout the universe, I'm less t- terrified of space than I am of what's in the. Universe. I saw. Oh, yeah. I saw contact with uh, Jodie Foster. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> I want to see a dead relative, that, <laughs> an alien that turns into one of my dead relatives. Uh, Sanjay, believe it or not, is an amazing accountant. He is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. He will do your taxes. A celebrity will do your taxes. You just find him on uh, Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting or Brass.Tax. Happy bladed Thanksgiving there, Sanjay. My man. We'll be right back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, Tuesday on the Mark Aram Show. 626, 37, chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. Did you guys see snow when you left the station last night? That was that was magical. Did, that was wild. Yeah, I was like a little kid. I was like, look at these big flakes. Yeah. That was amazing. No snow today, though, just just cold and windy. Uh, Alan joins us in uh, Gainesville, Georgia. Alan, what's going on, buddy? Hey, I got to see a little bit of snow up by Dahlonega last night. It didn't come down too much, but there was some big flakes. Um, I wanted to tell y'all, I worked in used to work at Walmart, and you can't buy uh, gift cards with a gift card. So, all right. So if Sanjay said, here's a $20,000 Walmart gift card or $10,000 Walmart gift card, uh, Alan is saying you can't buy gift cards with a gift card. I've bought gift cards with a gift card before. That's because she's cute, right, Alan? Like, they'll, they'll <laughs> well, let her... Not at, not at Walmart. I too, have. But, you know, really? Yeah. Well... All right. With a Walmart gift card, you bought a, a gift card mm-hmm. to something else, maybe? Maybe it wasn't a Walmart gift card. Yeah. I'm just saying. All right. I've done it before. So if she had a Visa gift card, Alan, could she buy another type of gift card? Um, that, that I'm not sure about. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I got a if great... You, if, uh, well, if you had a Visa, if you had a Visa, like <laughs> a regular Visa gift card that you didn't buy at Walmart... Yeah, that's probably what Deborah did. She's working the system. I've got a great Walmart story. Remind me to tell you that uh, in the next half hour. Coming up after news, weather, and traffic, WSB Radio State Capitol Reporter Sandra Parrish joins us on the comings and goings with Election 2020. Hang tight. We'll be back. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Six thirty-eight, thirty-seven degrees on Peachtree Street. Thanks for making us part of your evening. Whether you're listening at home or on the road, it's the Mark Aram Show. The Bananas and I with you till eight in the PM. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Just another ordinary day under the Gold Dome in the state capitol today, Mr. President. It looks like you likely lost the state of Georgia. We're investigating. There's always a possibility. I get it. And you have the rights to go through the courts. What you don't have the ability to do, and you need to step up and say this, is stop inspiring people to commit potential acts of violence. Someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to get shot. Someone's going to get killed. And it's not right. I, I, it's not right. Mr. Strong President. words from the uh, head of the elections there, Republican Gabrielle Sterling. Joining us live, WSB Radio State Capitol reporter Sandra Parrish. Did not see that coming today there, Sandy. No, we were actually just waiting for more uh, recount results today, which 
getting to that, 91 counties so far have finished the recount. That deadline is tomorrow night. But he started out his speech saying that he didn't know if he could keep it together. And, boy, he just let it out. And that was just a taste of, of what he had to say today. Um, all stemming basically from all these threats that we've been hearing about. The Secretary of State, um, Brad Raffensperger, has gotten them. Um, Gabe's gotten them. That's Gabe Sterling. Um, they both have police details at their home for protection. And then he said that there had been a myriad of other threats against other people. The latest so that broke the straw, the camel's back, was a young uh, worker for Dominion, the voting system, these, these voting machines, um, was doing some work in Gwinnett as they're doing their recount. And just a 20-something-year-old um, worker there and was harassed and threatened and a new, presented with a noose and his family was threatened and so Gabe just lost it and pretty much that was what came out of his remarks today. Uh, unbelievable. I saw a video online of um, I, I don't I don't know what it was like a caravan of people honking driving around uh, Raffensperger's house in his they neighborhood. Do. Yep. That, that they do. It's, it's shocking to me that I, I understand we're in a very heated political climate but uh, the death threats, the noose, and and just her. I mean, poor Brad, poor poor Brad's neighbors having to deal with like just a hundred cars honking for an hour, just driving in circles. It, it's just nasty out there. It is. A Gabe mentioned that his wife has received that, that that Brad Raffensperger's wife has received texts threatening her. So I mean, it really has just gotten beyond crazy at this point. And a lot of these threats are, are from people that are, I guess Trump had his, has his army of poll watchers. And so in Gwinnett in particular, they're out circling the elections headquarters there in Lawrenceville. And that's where this particular incident happened. This, this kid was just doing his job and uploading some of the results. And people were taking video and they were tweeting out on social media that he was manipulating the votes. Um, it's pretty, pretty some crazy, crazy stuff here right now. And you know, he, he called on President Trump and Senators David um, Perdue and Kelly Leffler to urge these people to stop what they're doing. And I did receive um, statements from both of their campaign headquarters today. I'll read those to you. Um, from a Leffler spokeswoman says, like many officials, as someone who has been the subject of threats, of course, Senator Leffler condemns violence of any kind. How ridiculous to even suggest otherwise. And from a Purdue spokesman, Senator Purdue condemns violence of any kind against anybody, period. We won't apologize for addressing the obvious issues with the way our state conducts its elections. Georgians deserve accountability and improvements to that process, and we're fighting to make sure the January 5th election is safe, secure, transparent, and accurate. To be fair, uh, Senators Purdue and Leffler, have, uh, you know, they have not called for violence, certainly. Like that, just to be clear. They have not called for violence. Yeah. But, you know, I was on your show that day when they were calling for Raffensperger's resignation. Mm -hmm. So. I think, and and they have you know stood by President Trump during all this recount. He's coming on Saturday to campaign for both of them. So, you know, I don't foresee them you know really stepping out and and calling out the president. But you know, it is it is the president who's called for his army of poll watchers during this recount process. And the president's also called for uh, Brian Kemp's head and uh, and Raffensperger. And, and it's just. I, I've never seen anything like this inter-party just, just, you know, it's a no, battle really, royale. You're right, and it is just really out of control at this point. And, we, you know, I've been covering these um, 
media briefings that they've done for weeks have been very transparent at the Secretary of State's office, how the process, you know, we had the audit, we got the recount now. I mean, they've, they've been counting votes for three times now. And um, th this was the most upset I have ever seen him. I mean, he's always been very mild-mannered. And, um, you know, here's the one who, who was in charge of, of setting up this, this new voting machine process. He's the implementation manager. And he's very mild-mannered. He comes out and just, you know, tells you what's going on. And, I mean, he came out and he just let them have it today. Real quick, we've got about 40 seconds, Sandra. Where do we stand on the election here in Georgia, the presidential election? So the recount, we have 91 counties so far who have finished their, their scanning of their ballots. Um, the recount is, the deadline is tomorrow night by midnight. Um, I think they've had, still had problems with Fulton County like we usually see. And um, Brad Raffensperger did call out Fulton County today for their continuing problems and not following the procedure that the Secretary of State laid out for them to do this. So, but the, the, he does think everything will get done. He says if any counties um, need to recertify, they will do that by Thursday or Friday, and then the state will have to recertify those results as well. WSB uh, State Capitol reporter Sandra Parrish, uh, the in-depth knowledge as always. We appreciate you, Sandra, and certainly keep us posted as things develop under the Gold Dome. I sure will. Uh, just, I just feel so bad for for uh, Gabriel and and Brad. I mean, listen, I understand that people feel cheated, but. The, the threats, the violence, the harassment, that, that's just not the way to do it. Uh, we'll, we'll take a couple of calls on this, and then I'm going to move along. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, always on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. In the frosty air, what a bright time, it's the right time to rock the night. 53, 37 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Before I get back to the calls, i got to tell you this Walmart story. So you you have a, a gaming console on Gore. You're a gamer, right? Oh, yeah, I have many of them. So what's what was just released that's like a huge deal? PS5. PS5. So that's PlayStation 5. Correct. The last one I had was the 2, I think. I, I've stopped after that. That was a long time ago. But I don't know, Longoria. Like you can't get them. It's it's. What's the deal with it? I know it's, uh, like a. Yeah, I think. I mean, I guess they sold out pretty quickly. The first batch that came out. Yeah, they were pre-ordered almost yeah. instantly. They sold out in an hour. Yeah, and, and it's hard to get. I know them. they're reselling for like ten, ten times. Yeah. What what they cost? I don't know what it costs. Like six hundred bucks, but people are selling them online for three grand. Greatest story I, I found was, uh, this dude. So uh, they came out, uh, they debuted on a Saturday, right, at Walmart. Like, you can get them at Walmart. This guy went into Walmart on Tuesday, got a job, applied for a job, got hired. Was working that Saturday, scooped up two PlayStations, two bought them, and then quit. <laughs> like, he was just, <laughs> wow. He just got it so that he could get there he, and he be He worked in the store. at Walmart yeah. for four days just so he could be in the store. Hey, that's they, smart. Good for him, man. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's pretty smart, man. He, he, he applied. They hired him, I guess, because, you know, sure, Christmas rush. Christmas they need rush. people. That's a chance. You're, 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 you're throwing the dice yeah. on that one. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll work Saturday morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. make sure I'm on the schedule Saturday morning. Yeah. He gets them, buys them, and then, then quits. Like, you gotta got have respect for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. That was a good way. Uh, I just thought, I mean, it's called gaming the system, right? Literally, yeah. gaming the system. Get it? Uh, Sally's in Marietta. Sally, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, thank you. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Excellent. What's going on? Hey, listen, so I saw Gabe's um, press conference this afternoon, and I can tell you it really infuriated me because I've been a uh, watcher and an observer over in Cobb County, and I've seen what's happened. 
and uh, Eric Erickson and all you guys get on the radio and you talk about how there's no evidence of election fraud. Well, I see no evidence of any threats. People are working hard to be sure we have safe and fair elections, and you guys are making a mockery of it. And it's really sad. Really? What it's are, sad what, for our country. What am I making a mockery of? I don't, I'm, I'm lost a little bit. Well, I'm sure you're not lost, but for Gabe Sterling to get on the news conference this afternoon and say that, you know, things are out of control, he has, they have refused phone calls. They've refused to investigate fraud. They are corrupt. Raffensperger, Gabe wow. Sterling, all those guys are not doing their jobs. And if it's anybody's fault, it's their fault. Okay. So you, you think the, the death threats are bogus. They're a hoax. They're, that's not really happening. Hey, I've not seen any evidence of it, just like they say they haven't seen any evidence of election fraud. Interesting. Interesting. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Sally. Thanks for uh, listening. Martin is in Dunwoody, Georgia. Martin, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Mark. Thanks for the gaming story. That was a hoot. It was not great. Uh, yeah, that was. It was uh, very innovative of the guy. <laughs> um, here we go. We've got uh, 50 states uh, that went through this election process. And so ranking them based upon efficiency, quality, and integrity, where would you rank Georgia? I, that and is then, so far and, out of my league, I have no idea. I'm well, going to say 22nd. Okay, and who <laughs> might be responsible for the election process? My, as far as what? I mean, it's the Secretary of State's job. That's his gig. That's, right. Yeah. So I would think with this, this pretended modern system to vote through that we would be more efficient much better we wouldn't have had these delays and the third caveat to all of this Fulton the cab they have always been the standouts holdouts whatever you want to call them yeah is there a correlation between that and the education system maybe Martin again this is this is uh, those are some uh, questions that are uh on the deep side of the pool. I'm going to stay in the, in the kiddie pool. And we'll come back. Ah, yeah, no more calls on this, Chuck. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no more calls on this. We're going to have some fun in the second hour. Bless all your hearts. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year from all of us at The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. Show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This, my friends, is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. The gang all here tonight. Devara Green, the executive producer of the program, Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Beefsteak Charlie. Hello, Screens, damn calls. Programming note, we got a weird week this weekend, Deborah Green. So tomorrow, because Georgia Bulldog basketball has started. It's a makeup game. Makeup game. Assuming it's COVID-free. Um, it we, should be. We will be on the air from 6 to 6.30. And then Thursday, we're on from 6 to 7 because mm -hmm. of Bulldog prog uh, programming, the yep. Kirby Smart Show. And then Friday, it's Clark's Christmas Kids, but also Bulldog basketball. Yep. So we're only on from 6 to 6.30. That's so right. uh, a lot of slacking time for the, the crew this week. But we're going to be here. And again, with co like last week, we thought COVID, uh, without the COVID, we would have had a 30-minute show, but we wound up doing a full show. And so an emergency show. Stand by. Stand by to your local. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, that, that went sideways in a hurry. I'm sorry. I just 
what are you going to do? I do have a confession to make, though. I was a part of um, voter fraud. No, no. Oh, what did you do? Should I close the phones? Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't open them. (laughs) I'm going to make this admission. Um, I I took part in a conspiracy. It has nothing to do with Hugo Chavez, Dominion, or anything like that. It has nothing to do with the state of Georgia. Okay. Um, I was running for class president of my homeroom in eighth grade. And um, I was running up against someone. I didn't even know who I was running. Oh, Jennifer Beach. Her name is Jennifer Beach. That's the most normal name I've heard. I know. I, say, I know. Now you know he's making it up. Yeah, no, no. That was uh, legit. <laughs> we had, we had two name. beaches in my homeroom. So it was, the homeroom was alphabetical. So it was yeah. like, a, B, like A through, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what it was. Whatever. Yeah. Or maybe it's history. I don't know. Whatever. I was running against Jennifer Beach. I was way more qualified than Jennifer Beach. Like, she was a nice girl, but come on. What are the qualifications for I don't that? know. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was a nerd. I was in, uh, the, you know, the advanced class. Like, I, Jennifer Beach was a sweet girl. But we're in this, uh, we're, we're deadlocked. Like, there's like 22 kids in the class, right? And first bout, 11 to 11. All right? And this is like the, the I think it was, must have been history, not homeroom. The teacher was like trying to show us the democratic process sure. and blah, blah, blah. So we do a second ballot, 11 to 11. All right, we got to do more speeches now. So we, we give more speeches. Why would I be the best president? I don't even think there were any duties for this. It was just an exercise. Ceremonial. In, yeah, total. So there, was no, there was nothing. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I wanted to do it. Sure. So we give more speeches. You know, I ride a super pack. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Third ballot, 11 to 11. It's like, holy cow. Like, we've wasted half the day. This is amazing. So we go to lunch. And uh, my friend Emily pulls me aside. And, uh, well, I go to her, I think. I'm like, Emily, did you vote for me or did you vote for Jennifer Beach? She goes, I voted for Jennifer Beach. I'm like, well, what? like, Emily's my friend. I'm like, it was like a girl thing. You know, she wanted, sure. like, voting for Hillary, whatever. Yeah. She wanted to vote for Jennifer. I'm like, what can I do to get your vote? Like, you're my you're my friend. Like, we're pals. We're both nerds. What, what's going on? She goes, uh, if, you, if you take my girl, uh, my friend Jenny out on a date to junior high night, I'll vote for you. <laughs> Done. You got it, Em. I'd be happy to take Jenny. Did you know who Jenny was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Classmate of mine. All right. So we get back after lunch, re-vote. Aram's got 12. Jennifer Beach has 10. I win the election. The fraud is I never took Jennifer, her friend Jenny. Oh, out. no. Oh. You didn't? No. Was that <laughs> did Jenny know? Jenny did not know. Jenny. Oh, well, then no, no, I'm right. still friends with Emily Klein. Now. <laughs> I'm still friends with Yeah. It was, so I don't know if that's voter, voter fraud or just breaking campaign promises. I don't know. It was kind of an under-the-table deal, though. Pretty, yeah, pretty much breaking. Other, you can't pay for people's votes, so. Yeah. I didn't pay. Didn't, no, I know, but favor, same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you right. can't so, do that kind of stuff. So that was, that was illegal. But, well, but you didn't actually take her out. Yeah, you didn't. So you didn't fulfill your side. So you got some wiggle room there. Yeah. The, the ironic part is the teacher's name in history class, oh, Lord. Mr. Dominion. <laughs> yeah. I don't I wonder whatever happened to Mr. Dominion. I don't know. That's crazy. All right, I'm going to so I thought maybe I I ticked off some listeners last segment. This might even tick them off even more. Oh, and great. and I don't intend to do this. I'm going to I'm going to focus at low T Chuck here. I need the Montana music oh, no. because I assume you are my pickup truck expert, right? I um, mean, I know a few things about a pickup. Well, you and Deborah, Deborah also drives a pickup yeah. truck, uh which is kind of hot by the way. Um, right? Like a, a girl yeah. yeah, it's very hot. Uh, but I'm going to assume you're my pickup truck expert. So you know what a dually is? Yes. All right. Why? Why, why, why a dually? 
what it, it to me and again i mean no offense if you're listening to the show driving a dually i, I this is just i don't have the knowledge it it just looks dumb <laughs> like to, to have the two wheels in the back on each side super wide yeah what's the <laughs> what's the benefit why get a dually chuck what what's the benefit there i i, I probably don't actually know the answer okay. the answer that i always just assumed yeah. because every farm and ranch had nothing but dualies. Yeah. I just assumed it was a, a, a towing and hauling. Yeah, it's a lot issue. of towing and hauling. Like, I, what I, does I, that extra tire give you more traction? I guess. Yeah, and it's a stronger axle. But yeah, I mean, you can tow more. more I, somebody support somebody back knows. There? I don't know. All it, I know is it, I just assumed it was for towing and hauling purposes. You remember that episode of the Sopranos? Uh, Sopranos, the Simpsons. When Homer designs the car, yes, like that looks like a Homer Simpson designed yeah. car. It's a ter- it's a terrible. <laughs> it, it looks so goofy. Yeah, it's terrible. Again, it, uh, educate me, please, dually owners. Again, I'm not passing judgment. I'm mean, a little bit. It looks dumb, but in the city, it, it, it's fine on a yeah. farm. Yeah, it looks it looks yeah, exactly. in its place on the downtown on connector. A dually. Any dually owners, it, please explain what's going on. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. But I, that's not my only car. Uh, Piccadilly that I have. Okay. Piccadillo. Like, I think if you drive a Jeep Wrangler and it has four doors, that's dumb. They do look weird. That's I see them dumb. running around all over yes. town now. I, I, lo- I don't like the truck Jeeps. Yeah, the new look truck weird Jeeps too. with the beds in the back. The Jeeps with the yeah. beds in the back. I haven't seen like the uh, old ones from the. No, 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 no they're, they're, they're the new. new ones. They're new. It's like it's those. like a Jeep, and then they put a truck bed on the back. Really? Of it. Yeah. You, like make up your mind. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. So I I used to have a Wrangler. I loved it. I had the big tires. It was awesome. It was fantastic. It was two door and a soft top. Were you off roading that much? No, uh, <laughs> my buddy's girlfriend. He was trying to look cool. No, it was <laughs> so it's an interesting story. My buddy's girlfriend at the time got laid off and couldn't make the payments anymore. So I stepped in. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll buy it. I liked it. I mean, it yeah, was yeah. fun. It was awesome. Oh, I love that bet. thing. Um, so four-wheel Jeeps, I mean, four-door Jeeps and hardtop Jeeps. I just, I'm not a fan. And any kind of Porsche that's not a sports car. Like Why? the Porsche just... SUV. Oh, you don't like those? No. Why, cool. Why ruin the Porsche yeah, that way? Know, You're supposed but... to be a sports car. Exactly. Yeah. Like the, the Porsche grocery getter one. The Porsche minivan. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> so. I mean, I, I know I'm uh, I'm probably in the minority on all these, but duallys that just uh, unless there's some amazing benefit to having a dually. Um, and I, it's just being, not in the city. Like I said, yeah, on the farm, you yeah. use them all the time. You it's know, trucks like it's semis like training wheels for a truck. It's like all right, I can't drive a pickup that good, so I'm gonna get <laughs> training wheels. All right. all right, I'm about to get roasted by the oh, dually yeah. owners right now, and I, I guess I deserve it. David's in Gainesville. David, give me the benefits of a dually. A dually is used because you're pulling a trailer, a large trailer on the highway and so it gives you more stability with the trailer sway and the difference between like an f-250 and an f-350 is the f-350 has 900 more pounds of payload so it can take a gooseneck so what if i have a regular ford f-150 i can't tow a trailer with that guy no, of course you can t- tow a trailer with that. If you have a F-150 with a 3.5 Eco Boost with a 373 gear ratio, totally. you can tow it to 11,300 pounds. So why don't I need a dually with that then? What, is it because these lesser trucks need the extra support or something? Because of the weight of the trailer. Hmm. It just means a bigger trailer if you want to haul something. Why bigger. not Why not make it a quaddy instead of a dually and put two tires up front too and they get really extra stuff? Because that would be a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you, do you own a dually, David? 
I used to, All right. but I drive a I drive a F one fifty. Well, I mean, you're a real man. I mean, who else? Why wouldn't you drive an F one fifty Ford yeah, Country, my friend? Right. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. A little insight there, Mark in Gainesville. Uh, are you a dually owner currently, Mark? I'm not a dually owner, but I sell them. Oh, okay. All right. We're going right to the source here. What's the sell me on the dually, Mark? I come into the showroom. Uh, I want a yeah, truck. It's, it's mainly weight distribution. So. The center of your weight on your trailer is is right on that rear axle on those dual rear wheels. So the more wheels distribute the weight, the the more weight you can put on the back of your truck. Now, if you, if Longoria, let's say Longoria's got a really big trailer, he's uh, he's a mule. He's bringing stuff across the border. <laughs> can he can he get six wheels on the back, or is four the most you can do on that? Well, you can get an eighteen wheeler. There you go, Longoria. Yeah, you go. You're gonna have to get a. Uh, yeah. How do they Bring sell as much stuff? As I how want. much? How much more is Longoria gonna have to pay for a dually than a regular four wheeled pickup truck at, at your joint? Uh, probably a couple grand. Wow, a couple grand. That's that's. But it, kind of what he was talking about from a, a half ton pickup truck of fifteen hundred that can tow ten or eleven thousand pounds. A dually's going to tow around twenty thousand pounds, so probably double the weight. So, so what's in that? What's in that twenty thousand pound trailer? It depends on what you're horses. Thinking, yeah. Thinking, Whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, depending. Oh, like a horse trailer, maybe? Sure. Or if you're hauling fat like horse trailer, yeah. other farm equipment, just yeah. anything. Like, think of a tow truck when it picks up heavy cars versus, yeah. you know, just a regular Do you pass truck. judgment, Mark? A city city folk coming in wanting to buy a dually. They don't have trailers. They just want the dually. Do you, do you look down your nose at them? No. I mean, there, there's people that take dualies and, and slam them to the ground and have low riders. Now, that's pretty... That's pretty crazy, but people do it all the time. There you go, Longoria. He's just trying to make commission. He don't care what, yeah. they do, what they're going to use it for. Yeah, you just buy this. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. Dean's up next on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Dean? Hey, hey, guys, what what you got there is both of the guys are correct. It tows more, but the thing, if you got one in the city, it's just somebody living in the city trying to be a redneck. All right. So, the, so I mean, again, this was, uh, a, I was behind a Fulton County plate, right? So, this wasn't a... Fannin County played or a no, Franklin. No. This was Fulton County. I was driving behind a dually. I'm like, that just looks goofy. It just looks. It, it does. Yeah. If, you, if you've ever passed one up on on a mountain road, they take up the whole road. <laughs> you know, driving to uh, the the casino in Cherokee, North Carolina, you get stuck behind a dually. You can't pass them. Uh, Rob's in Carrollton. Rob, what's your take on the dually? Well, Mark, I actually sell commercial trucks, um, and. The first two callers were right. They, they're they built for the weight. So take, like, the Ram 3500 with the right rear end and the right transmission, it can pull up to 32,000 pounds. Wow. Um, but the main reason for it, and I grew up on a farm, is you're able to add a gooseneck hitch or a fifth-wheel plate to it and hook up a gooseneck trailer and a fifth-wheel plate, which, like, with a tractor-trailer, a fifth-wheel plate on those, sits in the middle of the two tires. Can I can I give a plug to my favorite place to get your hitches, Rob? Sure. The Hitch House. Tell them O'Neill Williams sent you. You ever heard that commercial? Do we have that in the system? I have. I don't know. Uh, I, if we, I would love to hear that. My favorite endorsement of all time, O'Neill Williams for the Hitch House. We'll be right back talking doolies and odd cars on the Mark Aram Show. Well, give her a dolly that laughs and cries. One that can open and shut its eyes. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725, 
Christmas music continues on the Mark Aram show. I love the old school Christmas songs. Am I? Am I? Am oh, I? So added, good. They're so good, right? Oh yeah, they're way better. What was I hearing? Uh, yesterday. Oh, did you find the Hitch House commercial? No, you can't find it. I can't find it. It's not in the system. Deborah will find it online. The Hit <laughs> the Hitch House with O'Neill Williams. Russ is in Gainesville. Speaking of old time goodness, how are you, Russ? Come here a minute. I want hey, to talk. Hey, dude. Did you see that picture of uh, the truck my son bought? Yeah, that is not a dually. Nope. No, he. Well, he sells them. See, that's why he had to buy one. Because he's a salesman at Toyota, so he bought the best Toyota truck. I was wondering how that worked. If you, uh, like, let's say you sell for Toyota, do you have to drive a Toyota? Well, he just thinks, you know, it'll help his sales when he's, you know, got one. So that's what he did. You know, the tires, I think I sent this uh, the tires cost $40,000. That's more than my van costs. That, uh, Russ, hang on a second, okay? Yeah. All right. We got to get uh, Meg in Pennsylvania joining us for the first time in a long time. Meg, my dear, how are you? Hello, dear. <laughs> What's it's going on? A long time. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll speed it up. It's just uh, thank goodness, you know, for the darkness because uh, uh, Georgia comes in a lot more clear. And it's, it's so it's you wonderful. can pick up the AM signal now in Pennsylvania because of the darkness. The sun goes down earlier. Absolutely. Plus, I got a, a my former PD. He he built me a, a nice loop antenna. Oh, very that. nice. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving. How's every? How's it? How you been? I've been fine. I just been waiting. I miss you guys. Aww. Aww. Did you get a Christmas card? No, but I'd like one. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get. I I have one left. I was gonna send it to my mom, but I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you, Meg, instead. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Well, good. Sake. So good. Listen, Anyways, why do you do that? Because I love you, Meg. You're you're my favorite caller from Pennsylvania. Hang on the line, Meg. Chuck's gonna get your address, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. So good to hear. Oh, wait, say hi to Longoria first. Hello, Longoria. Hi. Oh, there <laughs> I you, you go. Forgot about me. <laughs> All right. Hang on, Meg. Uh, we'll come back, Russ. I'll finish up with you, and then more duly calls. I do have other fun stories to talk about. So we got a lot to do in uh, in about thirty minutes of time. So nice to hear from Megan, Pennsylvania. We'll be back. Uh, it's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. This tiny village in western Pennsylvania. Blah, 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 blah. With those holiday greetings and... Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mark... Mar- uh, Christmas. Orchestra a little late jumping in there. Come on, orchestra. We'll you by the hour. 7.36, welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Johnny Cabasa told you uh, the other day about the return of the McRib. I don't think I've asked you guys. Uh, McRib fan, Longoria? I know you're... you're. Uh, I'm on the fence. I, I, I can... I don't, I don't have to have it. Okay. It's not like... Well, if I brought him in, you Oh, eat. yeah, yeah. Low T. Chuck, McRib fan? I think it's the most disgusting sandwich really? ever. Really? Interesting. Uh, Debra, I'm assuming you're a huge fan of the Never McRib. Never eaten one. All right. Uh, so it's coming back. And McDonald's is giving away 10,000 McRib sandwiches. Because no one will buy it. For free. <laughs> because, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're partnering with No Shave November. Uh, they're giving away 10,000 McRib sandwiches in an effort to bring awareness to the nonprofit, which raises money for cancer research. To enter, fans must post a photo on social media with their clean shaven face because beards and McRib sauce don't mix. Fans can enter by posting their photo on their public Twitter or Instagram profile using hashtag shave for McRib sweepstakes and tag McDonald's. First 10,000 entries will receive a code for a free McRib available via McDelivery with Uber Eats while supply. That's probably gone now, right? I mean, people. Yeah, have... it started yesterday. Oh, okay. So, Russ, Russ did, you, uh, did you shave and get a free McRib sandwich? 
I had. That's crazy you say that because I had my first one today. Ever in your I whole life? Oh, yeah. And that cost me $12. They didn't give them to me. How many did you get? Yeah. Two. Oh, all right. Is it? There's six dollars. There's six bucks now. Uh, well, we got fries. We okay. got McRibbon fries. You got the McRibbon fries. All right. You know, let me tell you this. Yeah. My power bill was triple today. What it's ever been? Why? The stupid heaters, I guess. Oh, you got to you know yeah. cool it down. Wear a, wear a sweater. Wear a sweatshirt. I wasn't happy about that. Snuggle. It's fireplace? simple heating. It's electric, Blankets. so you know. Do you have a fireplace? No. All right. Don't use those space heaters, Russ. Well, no, this is, it's all electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Those, those can be dangerous, those space heaters. You know, anyway. I had two guys, because you, you were talking about this earlier, two different poll takers today knocked on my door and asked me if I believed in the voter fraud. If they, um, if they believe, if you believed in voter fraud? Yeah, you know, and who I was going to vote for. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know what's weird? I <laughs> This has nothing to do with what Rush just said. I went to Waffle House this morning to get breakfast, as is my want, and there was a dude with a table outside registering voters. I was like, what? This is... Anywhere you can get them. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, and it was cold out. I was like, good for you for doing that, man. Good for you. I'm registered, yes. He goes, I know you are, Mark Aram. I know. <laughs> I listen to you every day. I listen to you every day. I love Russ <laughs> in Gainesville. Uh, Russ, I know you're a very generous man, I didn't think about this, Chuck. Uh, the Salvation Army kettles. Yeah, they're. I think they're going digital this year, Deborah. I actually saw one. Oh, yeah, they're at my grocery store. Yeah, are they? but they yeah, have an option where you can just uh, hold your phone up to it now. Instead oh, of, they, okay. You can, kiosk thing in front yeah. of it instead of dumping change. You in. can put the change in, but if you don't feel comfortable, you yeah. can do the digital stuff now. That's interesting. All right, so because there's a anyway, there's a change shortage anyway too. Yeah. So, but you know, Russ isn't putting change in there. He's putting crisp five dollar bills in the. In the Salvation Army kettle, right? Yes. Yeah. Russ just puts his phone number in there. Yeah. <laughs> Russ is like, hi, hot Mrs. Santa. Yeah. Uh, all right, Russ, short show tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, buddy. So get in when you're getting's good, okay? Okay. All right, buddy. Uh, last year, guess how much the, the kettle program for the Salvation Army raised last year, Chuck, nationwide? Oh, I don't know. It's got to be in the millions. Yeah, give me a, give me a number. We're going to price this oh. right this with Longoria. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they raised... Five million dollars. Five million dollars in the kettles, Longoria. I have no idea. Ten. Yeah, just you could have gone five million and one on that one. Uh, One hundred and twenty-six million dollars last year across the country. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really Christmas until you hear, you know, the Santa ringing the bell, and they're not. They don't harass you. They're not like. they just sit there. They're not homeless people. Like, hey, uh, you know. Oh, so funny. Not funny. I mean, the the guy. I don't know if the guy was homeless. Whatever. He was uh, food insecure. I was going to my friend's apartment in Midtown a couple weeks ago, and I, you know, I got dropped off at Uber because parking's a freaking mess in Midtown. And I'm walking up, and the guy was like, "Hey, uh, can you can you you got, you got any money?" I'm like, oh, "I have no, I literally have no cash on me. I haven't played poker in nine months, so I have zero cash." I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry." He goes, "Well, you can go into Panera and buy me a coffee with your card." I was like, "Yeah, I guess I could." I'm like, "All right, I'll, when I come back down, I'll do that." I, you know. He deserves a coffee for the creativity. Hey, good for him. But I came back, he was gone. Oh. Yeah. Someone else got him. Yeah. So, exactly. Someone else got him the coffee. All right. Back to the Dooley, Dooley Nation. Albert's in Tequila. Albert, welcome to the show. Hey. Glad to, to talk to you guys. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, well, I've got the concept uh, with the Dooley. Most cars are designed as concepts first, and they designed the Dooley for the state of Georgia, 
and most projects are given code names. So, of course, this one was code named Vince. Hello? I, I, yeah, I'm slow, but I got it. All right, Vince Dooley. I wonder if Vince Dooley drives a Dooley. That would be interesting. Uh, David's in Covington. David, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Howdy, guys. Good evening. What's up, buddy? So uh, I daily drive a dually through Atlanta. I commute 45 miles one way. Really? What? I daily drive a dually, dually so, for work. What? Uh, so what do you do that you require a dually? Uh, I work for the film industry. So a lot of the trailers are pushing 10, 12, 14, 15,000. Uh, you broke up a little. So you work in the film industry, and... And you broke up after that. That's all I heard. So he's hauling stuff again. Yeah. He's not okay. randomly oh. just driving around. He's got a haul trailer. Okay. All right. So there's a reason you have the dually. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, uh, David. Can you, um, so I, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you perfect now. So you, you're you're hauling okay. stuff. How's the movie industry doing? Is it coming back now? We uh, we were shut down like everybody else for about six months, and we're slowly getting back in. It's extensive COVID protocols, but we're you know we're back to work. It's a blessing. Interesting. All right. Well, it's good. I mean, that's just so vital to uh, the economic engine of, uh, of of Georgia. So thanks for what you're doing. That explains why there's a dually in the city of Georgia. This is a traffic red alert from 95.5 WSB. I didn't realize we had a red alert. <laughs> we do, Alex. I'm giving it to you. I just got it off Twitter. How about that? What'd you got? Uh, traffic trooper Chris said 400 northbound shut down north of 285. Yeah, they do. Unfortunately, that's right in the construction zone where we don't have cameras right now. So oh, all right. um, I think they're just trying to clear some trouble there because I do see some traffic getting by. Yeah, so tra- traffic trooper Chris on Twitter says red alert 400 northbound north of 285. Uh, look at that. Team trip, team uh, traffic red alert. You want to do it again, Alex? Let's do it. Let's right, make let's, this let's, right. Let's do it right. I think you scared me. <laughs> I did scare this He was there, though, at least. Alert from 95.5 <laughs> WSB. And it's 743 in the nice. Cool Ray Carrier WSB 24-hour traffic center. Thanks to Traffic Trooper Chris letting us know at times all lanes are blocked as they try to clear this trouble on 400 northbound before Abernathy exit 5 stacked up leaving 285. Use Highway 9 Roswell Road. Mark? Poor Deborah has to go home there. So what, what did you think long? Uh, kudos for Alex for listening to the show though. Like what did you th- what did you think when you heard that traffic red alert sounder? Longoria messed up. <laughs> oh, why, why, why was it me? I was I'm just doing what I'm told. Well, I knew I because the cameras have been down there in that construction zone, so I knew that uh you probably didn't know about it. That's why I did that. But kudos to Alex Williams for being there. The kid's on the ball. Always. Doesn't know food, but he he's on the ball for traffic. <laughs> Patty's up next on the Mark Aram show. I hope you're not on four hundred North, Patty. Oh, no, no, no. I'm in Pennsylvania, Mark. Oh, my goodness. My second favorite caller from Pennsylvania. Patty, how are you? Yeah, that's what I'm calling about. You told me I was your favorite. Well, you know, Patty... Uh, I'm like I'm like a sailor. I've got a ship in every port. Is that how it goes? Well, you know, I really ruined my evening. I'm so sorry. Um, let me let me let me rephrase it. So Meg is Longoria's favorite. Patty, you are my favorite. Deborah has yet to choose a side, and Low T Chuck <laughs> stopped caring about three years ago. So, <laughs> so for the record, let me say this for the record. Patty is my favorite caller in Pennsylvania. Meg is Longoria's yes. favorite caller in Pennsylvania. Uh, how, okay. How's the weather up there? Because we got snow yesterday. My mom said it was 60 degrees in Connecticut. Oh, it, it's chilly, but, you know, it, it rained yesterday, but we haven't had any snow. This is so strange that you have snow. Yeah. 
It is. It was lovely, though. I, I, it felt like Christmas yesterday, driving home with the, yeah. the big flakes. Yeah, how, how, how's Maya doing? Maya's doing well. Thank you for asking. My newly made wife, oh. Uh, oh. she made Japanese you know, matzo ball soup yesterday, Longoria. I saw that yeah. with the jalapenos. Uh-huh. Yeah, with jalapenos in it. It was, it was very good. Oh, because you got married on the 12th of September. Look at you. That's why you're my favorite caller wow. from Pennsylvania. You know my anniversary. Well, you know what? My husband and I are the 13th. Oh, look at that. And we got married. We've been married for 40 years now. 40 years. Good for you. That's amazing, Patty. So, you know, hopefully you and I will do that. Yes. If I if I can live another 40 years, I, I plan on being married. Did you? Let me, you will be. Did, did you get a Christmas card? Did you order one? Did no. You, did you sign up for one? No. Do you want one? Yes. All right, hang on the line. We're shipping we're shipping okay. cards out of state now, Patty. Patty, my apologies. You are you are my favorite caller from Pennsylvania. Meg is Longoria's. Uh the safest cities in America, none in Pennsylvania in the top ten. <laughs> uh this was a wallet hub survey that compared more than 180 cities across forty two key indicators of safety. Uh Atlanta, I don't know how many oh, 180. Atlanta came in hundred and thirtieth. <laughs> Out of 180. Yeah, I can see that. But I don't know. That's, that's just the city, right, though? It's not the whole. Yeah, it didn't say metro. It just said Atlanta itself. Uh, Augusta was 108. Columbus, Georgia, it was 96. Top 10 safest cities in America, number 10. Gilbert, Arizona. Never heard of it. It's right outside of Phoenix, I think. Is it? Yeah. All right. Maricopa County. Uh, number nine is Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh. Uh, number eight is Virginia Beach, Virginia. I. Oh, Newport Beach is not safe. Virginia Beach might be safe. Uh, number seven, Salem, Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. 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 Uh, number six, Burlington, Vermont. I've actually been to Burlington, Vermont. That's a cute little town. Is that where they make the coats? That is not where they make the coats, no. <laughs> That's where they buy the coats uh, on on sale and then resell them. They don't actually make them there. Number five is Lewiston, Maine. A lot of New, uh, New England. Number four, Nashua, New Hampshire. I've been to Nashua. No sales tax on liquor, Longoria, in Nashua, New Hampshire. Really? Yeah. Mm. We'd always cross the border and Let's load move. up on uh, cheap vodka and, uh, and tequila, if you prefer. Mm. Number three, Plano, Texas. Where's Plano? Uh, isn't that East Texas, I think? I don't yeah, know. it's yeah. in the East part. Safe, though. There's no one there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that that's where they do some of the oil stuff? Yeah, it's there. all yeah. like El Paso, all that. Yeah. All, all right. Uh, number no, two. No one lives there. South Burlington, <laughs> Vermont is the second safest city in America. And number one safest city in America, never would have got this, Columbia, Maryland. Do you know where that is? No. I mean, Maryland's tiny. I'm sure you could find it. I would say Maryland. Uh, I go, well, Baltimore is not very safe, though, I would imagine. I just, that, I'm just saying that from watching The Wire. That's you're the only one from that area. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, we do, you don't really go to Baltimore. You don't go south of New York City usually. Out, out of New England. Uh, what do we have coming up? Uh, National Pie Day and pet names. When we come back on the Mark Aram Show, one segment to go. Hang tight. We'll be right back on 95.5 WSB. Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. Mark Aram. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. I didn't know this, but today is National Pie Day. Dashing through the snow. Uh, most iconic pie per state. Chuck, Montana. What is the most iconic pie in Montana? Ooh, um, Huckleberry. That is correct. Longoria, the most iconic pie in Texas. Pecan pie. Pe- no, close. Pecan. Oh, it's well. pecan pie. La Deborah Green, most iconic pie in Wisconsin. I would say cherry, but I know it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. cranberry pie. I've yeah, never heard see, of such a I thing. Only, I know the cherries. Yeah. 
Ooh, my <laughs> cherry pie. Uh, Connecticut, uh, white clam pie. That's funny. That's a pizza. <laughs> that's that's the it's most iconic pie. pie. Pizza pie. White clam pizza is so good. Uh, Georgia, this one surprised me. What do you think the, the most iconic pie in Georgia would be, Chuck? I would say if it's not like peach, it's a... It's got to be peach, right? right? It should peach be peach. Peach or pecan, right? Peach or, or pecan. Yeah, yeah. pecan. Pecan for um, But it's it's buttermilk pie. Oh, I love a buttermilk pie. It is awesome. Is oh, my God. Really? I've never had one. It will... What is it? It, first of all, you're going to get diabetes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right like off the it. bat. Three minutes, your teeth are going to fall out and you're going to get diabetes. But it's worth it. It is. Uh, what is it? Is it like a. I don't even know what's in it. Buttermilk. It's just buttermilk? It's is it like a cheesecake? No, it's, uh, no. I can't even describe it. It it will it will. It's about the like consistency of a of a of a cheesecake, but not quite as. It's like a custardy. Dense. It's more yeah. custardy. Yeah, it's a buttermilk pie. Will oh, yeah. we'll, you eat it while sitting down, <laughs> Chuck? Terrible. Because you literally you'll get diabetes right sure? after eating butter, buttermilk pie. Uh, Oregon Marion 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 berry pie. Ricotta pie is one of my favorite. That's in Rhode Island. That's an Italian the thing. Cheese pie. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Idaho, good for Idaho. Shepherd's pie. Uh, Florida key lime pie. <laughs> it's not even a I like, pie. Well, it's a, pie. a pie. Well, I mean, I guess if but... Connecticut does a pizza pie, yeah, then I, mean, I, I don't get that. Savory pie. Alabama banana cream pie. Oh, they don't count. Alaska, <laughs> you lost me. Salmon pie. Oh, that was a salmon pie. Michigan is that cherry cream. Massachusetts, of course, with the Boston cream. Wyoming with the plum pie. Uh, what's a chess pie? I think chest... it's like a chestnut pie. It's almost. Similar to a buttermilk just, pie, just but... nuts in a no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's in that's in Virginia. DC's apple pie, all American. Oklahoma's like fried pie. They don't even and, care what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fried matter as long pie. As fried. Good for you, Oklahoma. Let's do uh, star of the show. And now, are you guys ready? Whoopie for the pie in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, Frito pie in New Mexico. Uh, stars of the show, we give one a uh, little Sanjay for doing a really good job of Would You Rather. And Alex Williams picked up that f- that red alert I threw him at. That was amazing, Alex. I love he's like, I guess we have a red alert. on. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. Uh, short show tomorrow, but we'll still have some fun. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Also, I posted linked if you want to buy a Mark Aram Show t-shirt for a Christmas gift. They're now up on eBay, so check it out. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.